Hello everybody, it's another bonus episode for the Two Smoker Microphones podcast. It's the same bonus episode that you got every month except January this year, and it is media we consumed last month, April edition. My name's Connor. My name's Harry. Hello. Um, yeah, we're talking about things we watched and consumed last month, and we've, we've, we've spoken about it prior to the episode, and I can confirm I've watched a lot more than Harry has. I yeah I I'm gonna give you all a bit of the don't no, I'm gonna give you down the life that'll be that'll be weird. What I said to, well Connor knows this already. For me this month has been a bit insane. A bit you know lots happened this month. Good good things mainly obviously. But um, oh, I found myself well good things and bad things were mainly good things. But I found myself primarily rewatching things. And even then, it's in just either in the background in my spare time. So there is a couple of things I've watched here and there, um, but most of mine will be rewatches. Um, but Connor has been doing the work for me and watching new things like I should be doing. Yeah, I've made. Yeah, I've mainly been trying to just watch films more than anything. I haven't watched apart from Moon Knight. I haven't watched anything TV-wise apart from Futurama. Yeah, Which yeah. I don't really want. I'm not. I, I was. I'll mention that I, I just. I love Futurama, so I'm just happy to be rewatching it. Um, yeah, no, that's fair. And I got to the end of the specials, which was when it first got cancelled, and like that's like one of the. It's like a perfect ending for the series. I don't know if I've seen that, but I can't remember how it ends now. And I, well, there's three. There's four specials. Oh okay. Yeah. Um, what's the one with uh, the planet on Fry's butt? It's not a planet on Fry's butt. Oh. He has a tattoo that is code for time travel. Oh, okay, that might be one. I think that's what you're thinking of. That was the most popular one because I think like that's at least one that we definitely got in this country. Yeah, because it used to be like the the promo for it used to be on DVDs all the time. Yeah. Oh no, yeah. That, I I remember seeing the advert for it loads, and I remember seeing it on TV actually as well. Yeah. Um, that was the that's the first special. Right. Okay. Um, which it's base basically it is just it's a season with four different arcs, but I'm not talk- I'm not here to talk about Futurama. <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. Um, it's still good. I'm I'm just watching it slower now because I don't I'm not that fond of the the later seasons. Yeah, I think they're okay. Um, but other than that, uh, I haven't played any games as as per me. I don't know if I finished Thrawn last month. The book. Oh, very nice. The, the sorry, I should specify the third book of not the most recent series, but like the reboot series that they did, because there's yeah. so many Thrawn books, all written by Timothy Zahn. It's the first. Well, it's when he came. It's when he wrote the new ones after Rebels, basically. Um, the third book in that first trilogy, and it's all right. It's good. I think I liked a lot. I liked a lot of the moments towards the end, but uh, it's fine. Um, and other than that, I've been reading the Dragon Ball Super manga, which I hadn't actually read up to this point. I'd only watched the anime. How are you finding that? It's alright, it's good. I think it's not as good as... I think there's moments the anime did better, there's moments that the anime did worse. Because um, it's quite different from the manga, but the manga's still going, whereas the anime stopped four years ago now. Yeah. Um, so that's why I'm keeping up, because the an- the manga's got new stuff happening and it's it is it's dragon ball it's the dragon ball story i'm like i don't know why i've taken so long to read it because i'm finally in like some of the newer stuff and i'm like oh this is quite cool 
I, I hope okay. that, that at some point, if they bring the anime back, they'll do that. Yeah. Um, and I listened to four albums. Fucking hell. All released this year. Um, I listened to Allegiance's most recent album, Damn Them, I think is the name of it. It's pretty good. Nice. I listened to Carpenter Brute's new album, uh, which is alright. I listened to Sabaton's newest album, which is pretty good. And an album by a band called New Horizon, which is also pretty good. And that's all I can really say on it. Fair <laughs> These were just albums. I was like, oh, I'll just give a listen to a few albums on board. Um, and then films. Uh, obviously, films were watched. Now, yeah. of of the sorry, sorry, of the one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight films I watched last month that I hadn't seen before. Yeah. Uh, all but all but one of them was released this year. Jesus. So I watched quite a few films that were released this year last month. That's the mad. first. Uh, I'll go through like some of them and then I, then you can speak about whatever you want to speak about. <laughs> yeah, fair, yeah. Just so we can balance it a little bit. So the first film I watched last month, because I'm going to do these in order, uh, was the most anticipated 2022 release of all time. Of all time. Morbius, obviously, is what I'm talking oh, about. Oh, I'm very excited to hear your opinion. Uh, well, I'm not going to go too much in depth. What I'm going to say is, as a film... Perfectly serviceable, I think. Okay, I'm surprised. It's not good. It's not good. Cool. It's it's what I would call Venom levels of good, because it's like Venom, but it's worse. I am tempted to watch Venom 2 now. It's on now TV, I won't lie. You should watch Venom 2. It's fine. Like, Venom 2 is fine. It's worse than the first one, but it's fine. Okay. I Morbius is just... I think there's enough in there to be like where a, an average moviegoer could probably enjoy it. Right, okay. But there, there's not much action. Very little happens. It is just a lot of just Jared Leto walking around as normal. Great. The only, like... But he's also, he's not doing too much. He's very restrained for Jared Leto, especially for what you hear in terms of like, oh, he was being pushed around in a wheelchair because he was acting, he was method acting. It's just like, like, fuck off, you dickhead. Who is it? There's an actor that I think is it. Oh, I can't remember who said it. For some reason, I think it was Mads Mikkelsen. But what well, he said is it, bullshit. No, he's that's what he said. But there's someone who said something along the lines of, "You never see someone method acting good people." <laughs> like, oh yeah, 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 yeah. I you never that. see someone method acting being a nice person. <laughs> like, they're always being dicks when they're method acting. I want to say it was a Harry Potter actor for some reason. Um, you never see people method act being good. Oh, it's Robert Pattinson. So yeah, you were technically right. <laughs> Sick. He's in one of those. <laughs> That's um, true. But yeah, it's a bad film. Um, nice. Uh, Matt Smith is pretty fun in it though. I've heard he's like the only redeeming thing. Um, yeah, it's a bit. It's just dumb. It's a really dumb film. But I feel like yeah, if you if any old, any old normal film goer just was like, I'm just gonna go and see this crappy new Marvel film, they'll be like, oh, that was a good time. But I was like, that was just that was quite bad. Like can I didn't I, have a terrible time. But it can was I fine. ask? Can uh, I ask a spoiler? It was bad. Question. Fine. It was. <laughs> can I ask a spoiler question? Yeah. 
Um, if you really care about spoilers for Morbius, then... I don't you know, shouldn't. It's... it's been out for a month and nobody's seen it anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Is it true that... I mean, I know it's true because I've seen the clip, but that Jared Leto, Leto, whoever, kills Matt Smith's character that has fucking three names by unleashing bats onto him even though Matt Smith has the same DNA of said bats. Yeah. Brilliant. That's what I wanted to know. But the bats, he, the, but he, he befriended the bats. He went into the little, he goes into the little thing where he keeps the bats. Oh, that's the difference. Right. Yeah, okay. That's the difference. All right, come on. Watch the damn film. Um, that's not even much of a spoiler. Matt Smith dies at the end. And also Tyrese does nothing. <laughs> oh, but he's also not, man. but he's also, he's not running around screaming, which is pretty nice from Tyrese. Oh, okay. I'll give him no. that. He's, but he's not really earning that paycheck, I would say. <laughs> not like he does on the Fast films. He's kind of just there. Like, oh, we got, we haven't spoke about that in person. The Fast, Justin Lin quitting Fast 10. Yeah, it's because Vin Diesel's like, a oh, dick. it's my film, it's my film. Yeah, now the guy's doing a record, who recorded, who directed Incredible Hulk's doing it. Yeah, I know, Louis Leterrier. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, carry was on, it, sorry. Was it Louis? I don't know. Um, yeah, no, it's, it's, ugh. I keep saying it's fine, but it's not. It's a bad film. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, you've not so, made it sound very good. No, it's not a good film. It's not. It's really not. But uh, when I was watching it, I was sort of just like, I don't feel like I'm wasting my time, but it's a bad film. Yeah. Like, fair enough. I've seen it. And it's, it is not good, but I didn't hate it. What I hated was the end credits. Yeah. It just makes no sense. Yeah, no, yeah. It, doesn't. Like, it just made me angry at the end. But otherwise, I was just like, yeah, it's a bad film. <laughs> there yeah, are a lot fair. of these bad films. Um, and then I watched Sonic the Hedgehog 2. Nice. Which I enjoyed. I've heard good things about it. I think for the most part, I think I've actually said this in a couple of things, and I'll probably say it in my other review I need to write of it, is that the film feels like it's too scared to really embrace its true potential. Right, okay. Like... Because for the most part, it is just like this random kind of, we just got to go to this place and then this place kind of plot. And there's not anything really happening. <coughs> yeah. And there's still quite a bit too much focus on the human aspect of the story, even though they're like not with Sonic from half of it. Okay. So it's like, I don't need to be seeing just this human drama. There is no Sonic here. Like, why am I watching this human drama? Like, it's fun. Like, some of it is pretty fun, I'll say. And James Marsden's still, you know, decent. But yeah. the best part of the film comes in like the entire. I think the entire final act is brilliant, from a Sonic perspective. Like okay, yeah, I've heard that as well. They just embrace so much Sonic stuff, and um, there's also if you wanted to edit out the, uh, part of the line that Jim Carrey says, um, you could get him saying "edging to come." So amazing. That's pretty pretty good if you want to get that when that film comes out and like digital releases and stuff like that, if you clip that and then you've just got Dr. Robotnik saying, I'm edging to come. <laughs> <laughs> the line he actually says is like, like Sonic's like, if you want the chaos emerald, you got to come and get it. And then like, uh, Robotnik says, Oh, I'm edging to come and get it. <laughs> outstanding. <laughs> Truly and outstanding. There's also a moment where, um, Sonic, says that the Air Bud movie is the worst. Uh, but he says it with the vocal inflection of his, of uh, 
Ben Schwartz's character from Parks and Recreation. Okay. Where he kind of sings the last word, like where he kind of sings the word worse. Like you wouldn't know because you've not seen enough of Parks and Rec. Yeah. Um, I just wanted to mention that because that joke is literally for people, only for people that have seen Parks and Rec. Because I feel like that's the only time Ben Schwartz does that kind of vocal thing. Okay. And I, when I heard it, I was just like, huh, Parks and Rec, that's John Ralphio. <laughs> Like, cool. I, like I, I feel like I was the only person in the cinema that got like amusement out of just that because I was just like, oh, it's a Parks and Rec reference <laughs> because it's Ben Schwartz. Um, but yeah, no, the final act is great. It, it's really like just embraces Sonic stuff, and I was like, I love this. Why did? Why isn't the entire film this? Oh, good. Yeah, I do want to see it. But overall, it's again. I keep using this word <laughs> again. Overall, overall, it's it's fine. Okay. But I really enjoyed the ending. Yeah, okay, that makes sense. It's like Rogue One. Yeah. Except nobody dies? Robotnik dies? I don't know. Because Jim Carrey's also said he might be retiring from acting now, so... That's not surprising. Uh, I then then watched uh, a Netflix movie called Metal Lords about a bunch of high schoolers in America that want to make a metal band. I've heard about that. It was written by one of the Game of Thrones writers, so... Any good? It's alright. It's fine. It's fine for <laughs> fine for metal fans. I think it's not like there's a lot of metal references in it and it kind of is just throwing them at you being like, oh, you know this band. You know this band. You're just like, yeah, I know that band. A little bit more substance in the story, please. <laughs> but it's right, good. Okay. Uh, it's got that actor from um, It. Yeah. yeah. He's. I think he's really good in it. Okay. Um, and the, the other actor that plays his friend I think is pretty good. He's like, I don't think he's been much anything else. And then the the girl in it's pretty good as well the whole cast is pretty the whole like them three is pretty good there's some generic like high school drama stuff as well but like overall i enjoyed it but like yeah it's not incredible okay again it's fine (laughs) um and i'll stop on this next film and then give you a chance to talk (laughs) fair 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 i watched pixar's pixar turning red yeah, yes. Yes. No, it is Pix- definitely Pixar. Yeah, I watched Turning Red. What did you think of it? Because I, I enjoyed- only got halfway through. I enjoyed it a lot. Yeah, I don't. No, I'm sorry. I, I didn't only get halfway through because it was bad. I should specify. Sorry, yeah. is it because you're a man? You don't. Like, you don't relate to the story. <laughs> yeah. No, we watched it after quite a long day, so we fell asleep and we just haven't gone back to it yet. It, it's no. It's a really interesting film. It, it's Pixar. It's got like it's got some emotional stuff. It's got some. It's got humor um and then it's also about real real life and i think they they do that stuff very well it balances all that kind of stuff really well and even though i don't personally relate to the story because i would never i didn't grow up as a teenage girl or a red panda well i mean the red it's a metaphor harry oh and it's from the same director that did the um the short bow which everyone else was like i don't get what it's about it was a metaphor oh that that short bow was fucking great i love that Everyone was always like, oh, what, what, what? she just eats it at the end. It's, like, it's a fucking metaphor. Yeah, because it was before Incredibles 2, wasn't it? Yeah, that was great. Pixar are great with their shorts. Some of them have been hit and miss, but like that. Yeah, that was a good one. I really like that. And it's great to see that the the person that made that made got, got to make their own film and, you know, base it on some of their own experiences. Yeah. Like so it. it's and it's a really good film and it is uh, a lot of people <laughs> were like it doesn't represent us and all that so it's, of course it doesn't it's about an asian girl growing up in canada 
Who then turns into a red panda. Yeah, it's a metaphor! (laughs) (laughs) Jesus Christ. In Coco, he goes to the land of the fucking dead. (laughs) We all still cried at the end. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Jesus. In Toy Stories, they're toys. (laughs) No, I like 20 Red. I think it's a very good film. Um, Again... I didn't get the most out of it in terms of relatability, but I still enjoyed it a lot. Okay. And now you say something. Something. <laughs> no, I'm joking. So, yeah, so... Ooh, what have I done this month? Fuck me. So, I've watched a few TV shows in the background, so I don't know if I mentioned this last month, but I've been re-watching... Not, well, watching probably for the first time, not going out, from the very beginning, the BBC One sitcom. So I'm on, like, series... Eight, I want to say. Jesus Christ. Yeah, I know. They've got the kids now. I've just watched the episode that we went to the to the recording of, of the in Christmas the cinema. Special. The Christmas special, yeah. So I've been watching that, and then me and Maddie have also been watching um, Ramesh Ranganathan and Rob Beckett has a show called Ramesh and Rob Versus, and they yeah. every every episode they take like a new thing, where it's like Har- ballet or... See, Harry, Harry, please. I watch I watch Sky more than you when I watch the football. I've seen the trailers. <laughs> oh yeah, but that's really really funny. Like it's, it's a really good time. Fair um, I've been watching that. Um, I've been watching a lot of YouTube. None of the top of my head, but like Mr. Sunday. Um, oh, there was another one I was just about to read. Triple Jump. I just uh, discovered. Um, the Completionist is a pretty good one that I've been enjoying. Um, the Rad Brad. But I also started a um, comic series, actually. So I got the first issue of the new Amazing Spider-Man comic run. Um, so I mm-hmm. got that. I got that last week. Um, and it's basically the premise is something happens um, in which Spider-Man and Peter Parker then like, disappears for six months. And when he comes back... Um, no one's talking to him like the Avengers Fantastic Four Mary Jane even Aunt May's like not happy with him so it's all about you know trying to f- figure out what he I won't spoil it for anyone but it's trying to figure out what he's done so this first issue is him coming back because um, literally all you get is you get the first page of him in like this crater um, half of his suit is like ripped off and he's just screaming and then it cuts to six months later and he's just come back and he's he just doesn't... He's a bit of a dick. He just doesn't care about anything. Um, so that was really interesting. I've subscribed to that as well, which I don't usually do for comics. So I'm quite excited to kind of get into that. Um, a new thing I did watch, actually. Shit, you reminded me about this earlier as well. I watched the new Doctor Who special, Legend of the Sea Devils. And it was fine. It was nothing... Um, I didn't, I it was didn't... nothing. There you go. End on that sentence. <laughs> <laughs> I've, is... I've only seen people being like it wasn't very good. When I when I did some looking into it afterwards, I I saw an interview with Chris Chibnall, which basically went his plan was to have the New Year special and last year's like series, and then the the feature length movie they've got coming this year for like the BBC's 100th anniversary. That was the plan, but the BBC basically turned around and said, "No, you need to do a an Easter special, basically." Um, so when I saw that, I was a bit like, right, okay, I can see why this was a bit last minute ham fisted. And it was, some of it was fine, like the dynamics between the Doctor and Yaz, I still enjoy. I like John Bishop as well. But by the end of the episode, I was just a bit like, 
I don't care about this one. To be, to be fair, some people did really enjoy it, and that's fine. I just, I just, I don't know. I'm. They've been teasing the Century Special for so long now. I'm kind of ready for it. And the ne- to be fair, the next time trailer made up for it with like the return of Ace and Tegan from Classic Who and um, Kate Stewart's back and yeah, the Master. Like the 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 last her last episode does look really good. To be fair. So um, I'm very excited for that. But the special itself was fine. I didn't particularly. I probably won't go back and rewatch it anytime soon. It's probably one of my least favourites of this current run. But um, but yeah, in terms of films, yeah, the the, the main three I have. Wait, let me double check. It's three actually. I'm saying, do you want to save save some? I'll do a couple more and then we'll come back. Yeah. Wait. Two seconds. Let me double check the number. Uh. Oh no! I spoke about Fantastic Beasts last month. Um, yeah, because you watched no, it. No, I've only, in yeah, I've only got, I've only got three then. All right, I'll do, I'll do a couple more and then we'll come back. Okay. I watched a new DreamWorks Sony animated. I watched the new animated film, The Bad Guys. Who made it? Uh, it's Universal. That's it. No, but like. So yeah, it was DreamWorks because Universal will have DreamWorks now, I think. So yeah, yeah, it was DreamWorks. That's meant to be really good. It's all right. Like it's a kids' film. At the end of the day, it's a kids' film. Okay. Like, you can go into some kids' films, like for example, Sonic the Hedgehog two, and you can get some adult humor, some humor that's uh, maybe yeah, some humor that's subtle adult humor, and then there's some humor that oh, adults will like this, you know. Right. Okay. Yeah. Um. Like, oh, that's a funny joke that an adult will get, and then oh, that's a that's a raunchy joke an adult will get. Um. This was like, it's a kids' movie. Like, there's none of that in terms of, and that's fine. I'm not saying that's a bad thing, because like, I'm not going into kids' movies wanting there to be sex jokes. (laughs) I mean, yeah, true. Um, but it was very noticeable that it it was they. It didn't have any of that because also the aesthetic of the film makes you think there's going to be some of that. Oh, okay. Like the the whole because it's like oh it's about these bad guys these criminals you think there might be something and that's I feel like that's how the film's kind of advertised but then it is just a kids movie which is fine and it's still an enjoyable story it's still got like uh, an emotional crux to it, um, and the characters are all very likable so it's still a good film and I I really enjoyed it, but um. Okay. When I walked out of it, I was like, "Yeah, that was." I was just that. Was my first thought was like, "That was definitely a kids' movie." Right. Um, okay. Yeah, that's fair. But it was fine. I I I had enjoyment in it, and I liked the animation and stuff, and that was kind of what I was going to see it for anyway. To be like, I've heard this is good, and the animation looks good. Um. So yeah, it was yeah, it was fine. Okay. <laughs> Another film that was fine. Nah, it's a good film. If you've got kids to watch it with, like, they'll enjoy it a lot more. Yeah. Um, even though it does use some big words at times. The film was a U as well. So, like, <laughs> it is very much like, oh, no, this is obviously not going to have anything like that because it's a U. If it has any sort of adult humor, it will be a PG. Yeah. <laughs> so, but, but it was a U. <laughs> so I was like, oh, wow, I haven't seen a U film in a long time. Bloody hell. Um, and then on the other end of the spectrum, uh, oh, no, sorry, I won't go that one yet. I was about to skip ahead. I'll do that one afterwards. Um, I went to see The Lost City. Right, okay. So, I, um, it's no... I feel like I'm allowed to say this. Am I allowed to say this? Um, 
so the company I work for is, is a film and TV marketing company, and we've been we've we've done some work on this film, okay, as well as bad guys and all that stuff. But Lost City was one that, as we've been doing little bits pieces of it, I've been a bit like, oh, actually, I do want to see this because it does just look like a really fun adventure film. Is that the case, or was it just, eh? Okay, I'm gonna say say it to say this. I'm gonna say a couple. There's a couple of ways for I can review this film. Okay. First, the bad way. Yep. The romance story in this film is abysmal. There's a romance story. It's a romance. It's a rom com. You dipshit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know, but all the all the stuff we were doing made it look like they weren't gonna be. But it's together. a rom com. It is hundred. It's about a romance. Novelist, novelist yeah no i know who is drawn into this adventure the okay, romance so, is so forced okay so romance wise and it's and it's one-sided like it's a one-sided romance i have no there is no reason for sandra bullock and channing tatum's characters to end up together it's a rom-com that's not a spoiler um <laughs> it, there is no reason for them to end up together like he is clearly it feels like he he's definitely interested in her but she has like no interest in him and yeah they learn things about each other across the the film and they have a good dynamic but the romance was i hated it like in the end i was like they they no that didn't work that didn't work for me um and that's that's but that's the biggest negative for it for me and that but that led it down a lot because i was like i don't like any of this romance stuff like i was take i was taking out the movie with all of that and also it's not very funny so okay. it's a rom-com that got those two parts very wrong. Okay, so that's the bad way. That's the bad part yeah. of the review. So, the, so yeah, the bad. So the overall sentiment of that bad review is um, the romance was bad, the comedy was bad, so it's a bad rom-com. Brilliant. And now I'm going to say a statement that you might not agree with on the surface level, but you haven't seen the film, so you can't totally, you know what I mean. You know what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this line, you're gonna, you're gonna, you're gonna love this. Um, the adventure side of the story, like the mystery of the adventure that they're on, like this, you know, this this thing they're searching for. Yeah. Um, this film did the wonder of the mystery and adventure better than the Uncharted film did it. Okay. Very okay. Like I didn't care about the mystery in the Uncharted film. Like yeah. I was like, okay, this is just generic treasure. That was it. This yeah. felt like oh, this this felt like something that Uncharted would do. Right. Okay. I know Uncharted has mainly always just been kind of this treasure, but like the first two games, it's fantastical. Like in terms of, I don't remember the third game that well, but I know in the first game we find zombies, and in the second game we find immortal people living in Shambhala. Yeah. I can't remember what happens in the end of the third game, but. Uh, Atlantis of the Sands. But like, there's no like magical people walking around, are there? Oh, because the fourth game had none of that. Oh shit! Yeah. The fourth game was so incredibly grounded. Yeah. But and it was just pirate treasure they were looking for. But you know anyway. what? That statement, I mm-hmm. like. I like that. That makes me want to see this film more. Because I like what they're searching for. I don't like what they're searching for specifically, but I like that when what they what they are searching for doesn't necessarily turn out to be what they were lo- what they were looking for in the end and i liked the way it it happened like i was okay. like oh that's pretty cool i like that yeah. and i like that there are parts of that kind of littered in the story as well like leading up to it yeah so it's like it's this mystery 
and it, this is why the film it this is why the film works as being a romance film but the romance didn't work for me um okay. is because it it serves the purpose of not just being the romance between these two characters but it serves the purpose of the mystery thereafter as well and you get elements of it you hear throughout the story and you don't in a sense some of the stuff you that you get hints you get given you could piece some of it together yourself but you don't okay um and i'm i don't know if that, that's kind of giving if anyone who wants to see the film at this point you probably would have if you had the time i don't know um and it's not it's not great i'm still gonna say that it's not it's not a great film um but like i really liked that aspect of it okay. and there was some fun there was some funny stuff and i think um without spoiling any of it brad pitt's great and he's used very effectively sick um without spoiling anything about his role in the film yeah 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 uh that is one of the reasons why i would suggest you actually see it <laughs> okay for brad pitt's role yeah and also for the mystery okay nice and then i think daniel radcliffe's also pretty fun Okay, sick. Um, now I'll save my last two. I have a couple of rewatches I can mention. I'll save those, and then I'll let you talk about whatever you want to talk about. Okay, these are my these are my last ones. But uh, cool. So I rewatched a cu- uh, cu- three films over the month. Three, well, three films I'm going to talk about anyway. So two of them are great, and those were June. I rewatched and Spider-Man No Way Home. Now, Spider-Man No Way Home is one of my favorite. Is in my top five films, and the the rewatch definitely cemented that for me. I hadn't watched it since the cinema. Um, yeah, same. So I left some time for it. I left some time for it to simmer, and then I sat down properly and I put it on again, and I went right. Let's really cement my opinion, and I love it. I absolutely adore that film personally. As a Spider-Man fan, it's everything I wanted. Um, yeah. So I rewatched that. Uh, just, then, just, just for let, to, to let any audience know, um, we do also have a spoiler-free review of Spider-Man No Way Home. You can listen to if you want. We talk about it in in depth quite a lot. We do. That's um, very true. It's also a Hawkeye review, but the Spider-Man part is the better part, obviously. <laughs> yeah. um, but good plug. But I'll say no. I, I haven't seen it since the cinema. Like I, I do want to. I'm probably gonna. I mean, I'll try and get the Blu-ray at some point. Yeah. Um. But I'm also not like I'm not going to rush to watch it at all, so so I can then give me distance between it. Yeah, that's fair. Like, um, because then once I see it, because then I, I, you know, then I'll feel better. I don't want to ram it down my throat. <laughs> yeah. But no, I, I, my sentiment for that film is that, like I told you, I said to you at the time, even in our review, I said this that a part of me wanted to find flaws in it. A part of me wanted, I don't know why. But like yeah. a part of me wanted to lower it in like rating because in and theory, sorry, in theory it shouldn't have worked. Oh yeah, like aspects. I was so like against the idea of it being the multiverse movie. Like yeah, obviously it, yeah, wasn't, it, worked and it, so but it wasn't well. just that in the end. Without going too in depth into it, because we talk about all this stuff, um, it is absolutely my favorite Spider-Man film. Uh, mate, hands down, hundred. Like, there's no, there's no competition for me. My favorite before was no, um, Homecoming. Yeah, I thought that did a lot of spider of what I love about Spider Man right for me, and it also I feel like fans of Spectacular Spider Man would would love Home Homecoming a lot because it feels like that show a lot. Yeah, whereas um, mine was into the Spider Verse and then Spider Man Two. Oh no, 
I mean, Into I mean, Into the Spider Verse is the best Spider Man movie still to this day for me. Okay. But my favorite now is No Way Home, and my favorite before was Homecoming. Yeah. Um, so Spider Man Two is incredible as well. Like I'm not saying that's not <laughs> like. Yeah. There's a reason why people like us have been obsessed with Spider-Man our entire, like, childhood and into adult lives. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, those films have always been appealed to us, like, especially the first three. Um, yeah. Not to jump on your talk about Spider-Man. No, 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 home, no, but, no know, don't be silly, no. Have discussion. Um, no, no, don't be silly. So, yeah, that's, it's my favourite Spider-Man film of all time. Like, it was everything, and I've said this in the previous, like you said in the other episode, it's everything I wanted from a Spider-Man film. So, I got the, I got the Amazon Steelbook at the start of the month and I waited a couple of weeks before I watched it um, and then one night I just sat with Maddie and we just watched it again I loved it and then the next day coincidentally Maddie's dad brought June on, on Blu-ray and again I hadn't seen it since the cinema back in Christ back in October Jesus yeah, I didn't realise that was October um, same and I watched that with Maddie's mum and dad who had both well I think Maddie's mum had read the book um, oh really? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So we spoke about that as well, and I really enjoyed. It. I really enjoyed down the second watch again. I mean, it's it's the it's the evil love. It's great, and it? it's it's fucking. It, I'm so excited for part two. However, same. The reason I mention all this is because then a couple of nights later, we watched. Maddie's dad brought himself because he really wanted to watch it. Watch it, The Matrix Resurrections. <laughs> So I'd watched this on Boxing Day, illegally or legally, however you want to put it. And then Maddie's dad asked me if I wanted to watch it with him, and I was like, you know what? No, I'll give it another chance. I was pissed when I watched it the first time. I'll go into it again with an open mind, right? What a heap of dog shit! I like Just... some of what the film does. Um... Yeah, no, I, I mean, look, look. I just wanted to do that for dramatic effect, but. The thing that I appreciated on this second rewatch is I appreciated some of the directions it went in in terms of the world and the character of Neo and Trinity and why they were brought back. I I did enjoy it had moved on and I and it kind of made it for more of this day and age and I, I liked what it did. The thing that I still find most disappointing is the action and the set piece side of things. Yeah, that was that um, was a letdown. Yeah, which is which is in terms of its story, it's fine. I liked it. Like, I managed, I sat I sat with Maddie and Maddie's dad and I watched the whole thing and I laughed at points and all this stuff. But the I think the fact that the action and the and the the set pieces, which are what what you really know the first Matrix for anyway, just was such a letdown. It's it, I still can't get past it. So, that's also it's I think that's part of it like i genuinely i'm on that i've got to that stage of it i don't know a lot about like the whole matrix franchise i only saw them quite recently in, in that sense but they're kind they're this they're supposed to be like kind of these self-aware meta stories aren't they yeah kind of and i feel like that's what lana wachowski was going for with this film like you bring back Keanu Reeves, who's this action star, and then you don't use him for a lot. You don't give him a lot of action. Because they didn't, really, did they? No, yeah. There's a lot of him just pushing people away. That's well, that's the thing. There's one sequence where he has a fight, which is midway through the... You've seen the film, right? You saw yeah. the cinema. Yeah, yeah, midway through the film, where he fights the Merovingians, like goons, and then he fights Mr. Smith. 
But apart from that, oh, yeah, every that. every other battle that you properly see him, and I'm not. I know there's a bit in the cafe at the end where there's all the agents and all the whatever, but you don't really get a good focus on Neo. All yeah. the other bits with a focus on Neo, he's just using his powers to push people away, and <laughs> that really fucks me off. And then what I also love mostly about it is that um, there's that scene, isn't it, where they're, they're talking where it's like, oh, Warner Brothers want us to make a fourth Matrix game or like another yeah, Matrix I did, game. I did they like want to make us. They're forcing us to make a new Matrix. And then there's that thing where it's like, uh, where they're like, Mr. Tom, are you just making this Matrix game for the sake of it? Like, are you just going to just make it deliberately bad or something like that? Wasn't that like a, a reference, a line said or something like that? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. So... That's led people to speculate. Did Lana Wachowski deliberately make Matrix Four bad so they wouldn't make her make another one? Maybe. <laughs> like people have talked about it, just being like, "Did they do it? Did did she do it deliberately?" That wouldn't surprise me. <laughs> like, and that's just like, I want that to be true. That like she deliberately was like, "I'm just gonna fuck fuck this. Like, I'm just gonna make this terrible Matrix movie." I'm not, it's not terrible, but I like. My mum summed it up perfectly, which was that was certainly another Matrix movie. You know what? It's not terrible, but I wouldn't say it's good. Nah, it's, not, it's fine. <laughs> yeah, you know what? No, that's perfect. What it's fine. It is it's what it is. This. It, you know what? It is what it is. On on to uh, Dune though, because I also rewatched Dune. Very nice. Um, how many times did you see it once in the cinema? Only the once, yeah. I wanted to see okay. it more, but I didn't get a chance. So is this the first time you've seen it since? Yes. Did you feel... Okay, I don't know if it was just me. Did you feel like it was a lot quicker watching it the second time? Uh, I don't know, actually. I think I felt it was a little longer. Okay, that's... I, I'm that, that's, a, that's a good thing for me, it feeling quicker the second time. Like, that, I think that's a good thing. I think that means I enjoyed it. Like, obviously... Yeah, time flies when you're having fun. But when I watched it in the cinema, I was so absorbed into the film that I felt like I was there for hours watching yeah. that film. You see, the thing I really but then sorry, but then that was a good thing. Like I was like in the film, yeah. I was watching, I was absorbed by every moment, and I was taking in everything to the point where when I did watch it again, I was like, oh, I remember all of this. Yeah, see, like thing... all of this left an impact on me, and but it felt so much quicker, and I feel like that. That's just that is represents just how incredible the film is. Oh, for, for me. sure. The thing that like, I found myself yeah. doing more the second time was, um, I think, because I was again I was with people and they were asking questions and stuff. I was comparing it a lot to the the first time I didn't. I just went in as a story, but the first, this time I was like, oh, this is this part from the book. Okay, right. Okay, this is what they're going to do with the next one. So maybe that's why it took a little longer. But yeah, it's it is just. It really is breathtaking. It really does absorb you into it and mm-hmm. doesn't let you go until the credits roll. I um yeah, I watched it with my um I watched it with my mum because I wanted her to see it. Um, she really she really liked it. I didn't I didn't press too much. I didn't know like you know, but she at one point asked me a question and I just just didn't reply. Like I was just like like just watch the film. Like I didn't nice. say anything. I was I and I was. I left the room a couple of times to like get something from the kitchen, but that was about it. Um, I didn't pause it during those moments. I was just like, I'm just gonna go quickly. I'll be back. I've seen the film already. It doesn't really matter too much. But like, yeah, I just I just wanted to watch it again. Like, I didn't even check my phone throughout it. Maybe you looked once or twice to look at if I got any alerts or something. But yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, 
It's such a good film. <laughs> that's, that's how you know you're absorbed. Because that was like me when I rewatched No Way Home. My phone was just literally on the bed somewhere, and I didn't pick it up until the end of the film. I, I didn't like that it did feel as quick as it was because I also didn't feel like I was given. Enough, I, I didn't feel like I had enough time to settle in the moments again. Okay. Because like, I like, and I didn't necessarily get all the same emotions I got the first time. But that's not going to happen anyway because I've already seen it. Yeah. Like when I first saw that that scene where they attack them, where they attack the city and they just you know kill everyone essentially. Oh, so fucking good. The first time I watched that, I was like, this is borderline traumatic. <laughs> yeah, it is a like, lot, actually. This is like, like not, I didn't, I didn't feel like, I was like, oh my god, this is awful, I don't like this. But like, I, I thought I was, it was incredible, I thought that was very well done. Like, I felt it, I was like, the, the lull in the soundtrack and that, the, all the sounds and everything, and it was just, oh, it was so good. But then the second time when I was watching it, I was like, because I, I felt like, maybe because I knew, it just felt like it just kept, it just happened. And it was gone within seconds, I was like, oh wow. The, pay, the film felt so much quicker the second time I watched it. I can't explain why. No, that's fair, though. And I, But again, I think it's a good thing. Yes, <laughs> I agree. And yeah, I loved it. I love it. It's doing so good. I want to watch it again already. <laughs> yeah, so do I, to be fair. Um, I need to rewatch Godzilla vs. Kong as well on the topic of that. <laughs> of rewatching stuff. Nice. <laughs> I love that film, too. Um, I do, you know those things where it's like, oh, four films to know me, know everything about me. You need to know that kind of shit, whatever it is. Yeah, I can do that with. I think it's five films, but all of them released last year. <laughs> like to get to like you know five films to get to know me, or four. Yeah. I can't remember if it's four or five. I think yeah, it's yeah. five. So those films would be Coda. Okay. The harder they fall. Nice. Dune. Nice. Spider Man No Way Home. Cool. And Godzilla vs. Kong. Okay. And like those are absolutely like obviously I didn't watch Coda last year, I watched Coda this year. Those five films are like my favourite films of last year. Yeah. Um and I feel like, yeah, if I went up to somebody and said, Okay, here's five films to get to know me, you kinda get an idea of my personality. Like you know I like film, you know I like good films. <laughs> you know I have an you know I have the ability to feel emotion because of like Coda. Yes. Then you know I like comic book stuff because of Spider Man. Spider Man. But then you know I can also like just fun films like Godzilla vs. Kong. Yeah. I love that film so much. I know you do. And I don't know why. Like, because it is dumb. It's so dumb. But it's got Alexander Skarsgård in it. True. And Godzilla. Alexander Skarsgård's a close second to Godzilla, obviously. Of course. Godzilla's number one in everyone's heart. I remember in the Godzilla vs. Kong when he wins, I was like, yes! <laughs> Fuck you, Kong! <laughs> oh, that felt so good. <laughs> like Creed all over again. Um, but yeah. Uh, the, I have my last few films then. Um, if you, unless you, you have nothing else, do you? No, that's it for me. You didn't watch any more Star Warses? No, not really. I thought you were saying you were watching through them. I was, but um, I tried to watch Return of the Jedi the other night, but I just couldn't get into it that night, so I just... I mean, so you haven't watched any others last month? Any of the other Star Wars films? Did you watch Empire last month? Oh, I thought I didn't already talk about it. No, I watched Empire, sorry, yeah, I thought thought that was We've talked about it. Right, that's what I'm getting mixed up. No, sorry, yeah, I watched Empire. Um, But again, that's just... Empire's is fucking great, isn't it? Like, yeah, it is. It's just a fucking brilliant film. 
Yeah, there are watching. There's you can tell when you're watching a Star Wars film that's really good, and then when you're watching one of the ones that's not that great. <laughs> yeah, you can yeah. tell your enjoyment of them. Um, you should watch. It's on obviously Mr. Sunday Movies channel. Ben's video about the Phantom Menace. Yeah, it is on my list. It's on my. I think it's next on my watch list. Because when I watched that, I was like, oh my god. Like, he talks about something that George Lucas is. That, 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 it's something that's prevalent in that film. Like, the yeah. entire film. He talks about something like that and then, like, touches on the fact of, like, oh, is this intentional or is it just something he's picked up on? And, like, I will say, I don't think George Lucas ever did anything accidentally with the prequels. Okay. With the originals, he had a lot of help from other people. Yeah. With the prequels, it was him. It was the story he wanted to tell. I feel like everything that anyone's been able to pick out, like in the terms of the poetry of it, the symmetry of certain things, all that kind of stuff, you know? Yeah. That's all intentional. And I think the thing that he, he uh, Ben notices about the uh, Phantom Menace, I think it's intentional. The thing that I picked, that I've talked about with like the Attack of the Clones, the way everything happens, it's intentional. And obviously okay. a lot of the stuff in Re- Revenge of the Sith where it's like the symmetry between... Padme and Anakin, you know, at the you know when she's giving birth and when Darth Vader's being born, like that's yeah. not done by accident. Like the stuff in like that's that's intentional. Oh yeah, for sure. And like the way that people view the Jedi being like, oh, the Jedi are dicks in the prequels. That's intentional. I don't think that's George Lucas not knowing how to write the Jedi. <laughs> like, <laughs> but yeah, that's just I. Uh, you know what I'm like with Star Wars. No, I know, mate. I did rewatch The Phantom Menace and I got bored. Because so. <laughs> it's not a great film. No, we did, we didn't give it any microphones when we reviewed it. We didn't. Shit, yeah. And it's it's not a great film. But like this, that video gave me a new light to see it in. Doesn't make it any more fun. <laughs> no, true. Um, I'll talk about a more fun Star Wars film next month because I rewatched it a couple of nights ago. Nice. I'll tell you. Obviously, it's obvious which one it was. It was Attack of the Clones because it's the next one. Oh in the yeah, no, I, saw, I saw it on your uh, Snapchat as well. Yeah, and my brief thing I'm going to say about Attack of the Clones, though, just briefly. Yeah. I fucking love it. <laughs> like it isn't just a matter of it's not a joke anymore. It's so good. That's fair. I'm glad you like it. I, don't, I, don't I love it. it. I think it's so good, and I just. Yes, there are bad elements. I get that. Everyone knows there are bad elements in that film. But it's so good. <laughs> and not even like uh, I it used to be a joke for me for so long, but it's not. It's not it's not a joke anymore. I love that yeah. film. Good. I haven't rewatched Revenge of the Sith yet, but Attack of Clones might be in terms of favourites, top three Star Wars films for me now. Jesus. In terms of favourites, not in terms of best, in terms of favourites. That's fair. So it would be Empire, Last Jedi, and Attack of the Clones. The second film in each trilogy is the best one. I told you this before. You did. You did. <laughs> anyway, uh, but the, the other films I rewatched. I rewatched Catch Me If You Can. Steven Spielberg, Leonardo DiCaprio, Tom Hanks. Pretty good. Very nice. Very nice. It's annoying that it's be- they say based on a true story, and then it's kind of not because like the loads of stories have come out in the time that the guy was like, oh yeah, he just lied about everything. <laughs> like, he wrote this book and then he just lied about his life. Like, and then people are like, there's no evidence of this guy doing this shit. <laughs> there's no evidence. He lied. He's a liar. But it's a good film. Yeah. It's a really good film. Um, and then I rewatched Inglorious Bastards. Bastards. Which is also a very good film. It is a good film. 
It's only the second time I've seen it as well, so... Yeah, I've only seen it once. That's my thing with Tarantino films. This That's the oh, that's the third Tarantino film I've seen more than once. Okay. Like, because I've seen Once Upon a Time in Hollywood three times. Nice. And I've seen Pulp Fiction twice. Yeah, I think I've seen Pulp Fiction two or three times. And now I've seen Inglourious Bastards twice. The others I've only seen once each. Yeah. But yeah. It's a good film. I think everybody sort of agrees with that when it comes to Inglourious Bastards. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, but then, that's all my rewatches. Uh, the last two films on my list are The Northman. Nice. Which, uh, it's not necessarily what you expect it to be, from the okay. trailers at least. However, if you know enough about the director and Norse like stories you can some of the weirdness in the film is expected right okay however i didn't know a lot about norse like stories however i did know a lot about the director in terms of i've only seen his one of his other films i've seen the lighthouse and that was a very weird film oh yeah uh, patterson fucks a mermaid in that doesn't he yeah yeah there's a there's a very sexual movie not like, oh, it's really sexy, but like sexual. Like, there's a lot of masturbating as well. Mm. Yeah. It's a good film. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's a really good film, The Lighthouse. You, sh- you should watch it. Yeah, no, I know uh, I need to. For like a, for like a creepy night, because it is a creepy film. <laughs> like, not scary, but like, it's like, what the hell is going on? Um, but yeah, no, uh, Northland's great. Fantastic. It's like, in terms of for films this year, it's the first film that's given me any real like, oh yeah, I know I love this. Okay. Um, it's not one of those ones where it's like I can't wait to see it again. Like I don't think I might never watch the film again. Yeah. Because it's not necessarily that kind of film. Um, and sometimes I ruin films by watching them too many times. So. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Even watching them a second time, which is also, I wish why I should also say I did rewatch Return of the Jedi and I didn't enjoy it, which okay. is. I used to love Return of the Jedi, so you know, I didn't enjoy it. I think I'm, but I, I think, you know, during the the beginning of pandemic, I was like on Star Wars Twitter a lot. Yeah. Like somehow I got embroiled in Star Wars Twitter. I tweeted tweeted about it once or something like that. Even though I tweeted about Star Wars probably a lot in the past, and then like somehow I had all these new followers, and that was like who are Star Wars people. Because of how much of that I've seen over the past two years, I think I've become burned out on Star Wars. Like, the films. That's a shame. Because, like, I still, like, oh, I've been watching, I watched a little bit of Clone Wars recently. I I loved it. I watched The Mandalorian, Book of Boba Fett, and I loved that. I watched Bad Batch, and I really enjoyed that. Like, I still love it, but I'm more, I think, the films I'm burned out on a little bit. That's fair. Because I watched A New Hope, and was like, cool, I watched A New Hope again. And I watched the Empire Strikes Back eventually, and I was like, "Yeah, cool, I've seen that again." I watched Return of the Jedi. I was like, I'm "Not, not liking this. Like, not that's bad. I'm just like, I'm not having fun." Yeah. Uh, watch Phantom Menace. I was like, "I'm not having fun." Watch Attack of the Clones. I was like, "I'm really digging this." <laughs> like, out of the Star Wars films I've watched recently, the Attack of the Clones is the one where I've had the most fun watching nice. it. Nice. Like, I've been watch. I was actively watching it. I wasn't going on my phone. I was actively watching it. That's insane. Um, so I'm looking forward to watching Revenge of the Sith again as well. Yeah. And that's another thing. I'm looking forward to re- re- to rewatching Solo. <laughs> okay. Like, I'm appreciating those films. I'm not looking forward to rewatching Rise of Skywalker. No one is. That's irredeemable for me. 
Um, But yeah, Back to the Northman. Good film. Very good film. Um, Highly recommend it to people just to see it. Like, it might not be everyone's thing, but you should see it. (laughs) Yeah. Like, you should make it your thing if it's not your thing. (laughs) Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah, I get you. Um, But yeah, I loved it. Um, What's your last one? The King of Staten Island. Okay. Recently, recently got added to Netflix. Stars Pete Davidson, who has got problematic stuff in real life, so let's not delve into that. It also has a scene with Machine Gun Kelly, who is very problematic in real life, so let's not talk about that. True. How's the, <laughs> how's the film? I really liked it. It's a really good film. Okay, cool. Um, it's it's funny. Like, not too funny, like, but it is funny. Um, and I think it's, it's emotional as well. I think it's uh, I think Pete Davidson's fantastic in it. Yeah, I've heard good things about him. Um, and I completely forgot while I was watching it that it's a Judd Apatow film. Oh, shit, of course. I was like, oh, shit, yeah, Judd Apatow. And his name came up at the end. <laughs> I was like, of course. I, I didn't feel it. Like, oh, this doesn't feel like... A, this was like... This is one of his good films. <laughs> shit. No, it's a really good film. Okay. Um, and Bill Burr's good in it as well. I mean, he's just Bill Burring around. He's very much the same in everything. <laughs> I like I liked it. I liked it a lot. I was surprised by how much I enjoyed it. Yeah. Um But yeah, that's my April, which was most of this episode. And then Harry had a little April too. I had a little April. I promise my May will be much bigger. Let's hope. I will watch some you know what? I've got a few things to do before I go to bed tonight, but I'll I'll stick something on just to just to say I've watched something. So what you should watch. What? Social Network. <laughs> I've already seen it. When did you? Oh yeah, you did, didn't you? Yeah, yeah I watched it. Late last you finally year. watched it, didn't you? Of course. Yeah, I did. Of course you did. Yeah, we yeah. talked about it already, didn't you? Didn't we? Yeah. yeah. Sorry, oh. I completely forgot you had actually seen that because I keep. No, no, yeah. It's fine. I just gonna need everyone to see it, you know. So. I know, buddy. I know. I've done it for you. Um, I can't think of anything I'd recommend actually. Okay. Trying to think, like, what's on social? What's on any of the uh, streaming services that you have? I'm just thinking, is there anything I could recommend? But you should watch Constantine. Yeah, that is on the list. Actually, it's on Netflix. Yeah, if it's I still watch... on there, it might, it might got taken down. I as films do. I've got to cook dinner and stuff, but then if I once I've had I'm trying to think of something that's not too long. Yeah, I watch that. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway, that's a... anyway. That's an episode again. That was yeah. That was April. How was your April? Let us know um, if you've watched films or if you've not watched films. If you watch something else instead, <laughs> or if you read something. Like I said, let us know. You can find us at Two Smoking Microphones everywhere. That is Facebook. That is Instagram. That is Twitter. We also have a email address. It is Two Smoking Microphones Pod at gmail dot com, um, and you can find us separately as well. Connor is at Connor Jordan underscore ninety six on Twitter. And you can find me at Harry Young Edits as well. Um, but yeah, that's everything we consume for this month. We will be back same time next month and we'll have a normal episode at the same time on Monday. Um, but until then, have a have a lovely have a lovely week. Also, uh, we might we might have uh, another bonus for you next week. Oh shit! So, sorry. Oh yeah, we will. Yeah, yeah. I'm not going to tell you what it's about. I mean, you can put two and two together, but... Um, 
you know. But until next week, let's yeah, just say I'll it'll say be it. a, uh, it'll be a marvelous episode. Haha. <laughs> okay, I thought you were gonna say something else. Um, oh, what? What do you think I was gonna say? No, because if I say it, it's gonna give it away like, straight away. Oh, okay. All right. See you in Egypt. Bye. <laughs>